pay attention to what's happening locally. If COVID-19 is spreading in your community, stay home as much as possible Shut and up. avoid crowds. Shut up. I, I don't like it because it's so artsy-fartsy. Hello there, folks. Welcome to part five of our Tiger King discussion done in the raw and unedited style known as the quarantine year style. I was going to say it's inimitable, but it's pretty imitable. Quarantine year style. Tiger King. Part five. This one's also about grooming. It is about grooming. Uh, specifically, Joe grooming his husbands. Yeah. We find out more about his relationship, particularly to Travis, who's his younger husband. So both of his husbands he got with when they were each 19. They were both... Addicted to meth. Addicted to meth. That he helped uh, prolong that. They were both straight. Yeah, apparently. And one, the the oldest husband, impregnated like the, one of the secretaries or something. Yeah, we find out the reason I was right that they're no longer together. Yeah. I don't know exactly when they broke up, but he ran off with the secretary because he'd gotten her pregnant and they were in love or whatever. Apparently, also, Travis was fucking girls all over the park. Yeah. And Joe is on video saying, I fell in love with straight men. Yeah. Like, he knows it's a thing. It's a thing he does. You know what kind of porn he watches? The straight bait gay porn? Where it's like they talk a straight guy, quote unquote, into fucking them? Well, the way he got Travis to admit or to say that he could like girls is he was like, so are you straight or gay? And, and he says straight. He said straight. And then Joe goes, when you watch porn, do you like to watch the porn with the guy with the little one getting the girl or the guy with the big one getting the girl? And he said, well, the guy with the big one. And he goes, well, you ain't that straight. What a bizarre standard. It is a very weird way to try to make that happen. Anyway. It's almost like a straight man's interpretation. <laughs> yeah. Of what a gay man is. But Joe is definitely gay, but... I mean, he said he couldn't find gay men around there. I mean, and I'm sure it's hard when you're in a small town, but. There's o- the internet, though. Oklahoma City probably ain't far. He probably has to drive there all the time. Well, and so we find out that we talked to this guy. So we also, this is when Joe is running for president. Joe runs for president for a bit. And then he decides, oh, well, I'm not going to do good here. So I'm going to run for governor. And he has this guy who's his campaign manager, and we meet that guy in this episode. He talks a whole lot. He talks about how it was the worst time of his life was working with Joe. And he got to know Travis. Um, During his time there, his first husband left, and then Travis was the one who was left there. And Travis was basically miserable. He wasn't allowed to leave the zoo. Everyone loved him, though. Said that he was, like, the best guy, the most fun but all he did was like shoot guns and smoke pot and meth apparently and hang Joe out was, at the zoo. Joe's a control freak, emotionally abusive. Yeah. And throughout this series, we see Joe just popping off gunshots randomly oh, like, it's over crazy. people's heads like it's a big joke. 
there's one point where he's actually shooting at Travis's mom's feet. Like, he's like, you better run, girl. Yeah, right. This is my mother-in-law. Run, run. And he's, like, shooting at her feet. It was... We should point out no. Jeff Lowe, the property is in Jeff Lowe's name. Right. They haven't, uh, Joe and Jeff have not done a big divorce as of this point, but Jeff has brought in some outside help and he and Joe do not get along at all. And when they argue, the ma- Jeff's maintenance guy's like, well, I work for Jeff. I don't work for you. And so Joe will go to Jeff and be like, he's saying this and that. And Jeff will be like, yeah, he does work for me. Yeah, because while... Joe is still the face of it at this point. He owns literally nothing. They call him, like, the entertainment director. They do build on a lot of stuff in the first year that Jeff is in charge. It looks like they're having a partnership, like, he's Mm -hmm. building things and trying to make the zoo better. A pizza restaurant, which the meat is alleged to be from the back of the Walmart truck. What was the name of that pizza restaurant? I said it when it happened. It was, like, Hooters, but Zooters. Zooters. It was called Zooters Pizzeria, I'm pretty sure. So bad. Walmart truck ex- passed its like sell-by date meat. Yeah, which they usually give to the Tigers, which is... Which has been unrefrigerated for who knows how long. They get that shit. It's not refrigerated. Sitting in the back of a truck, yeah, for however... And then dug out of a old garbage can that has gotten thrown into. Garbage Come on. cans, yeah. But those guys that work there said that's the best pizza they ever had. Well, they said that in front of Joe. In front of the camera. And these are also, yeah, in front of the camera. And also, these guys, uh, they have have issues. They probably don't get out that much. I mean, Mm -hmm. Oklahoma. How hard do you have to go to have the best pizza? And they love Joe. Same thing with here in Tennessee. We're not known for pizza either. No. But Joe is fading. On the whole operations, from the point of his campaign, which at first was president, then became governor of Oklahoma, or campaigning for governor of Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And campaigning Joe is my introduction to Joe Exotic. We'd see the John Oliver clip. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's the first time I saw him, I think. Same. I feel like I remember watching that. I know we heard about him on different podcasts and things, and he was in the news. Sure. He just got, he was just fairly famous that year. Mm-hmm. And I think he blew up more than usual, you know, but, um, but, uh, his first husband would leave him cause he knocked up the secretary mm-hmm. and they took off. And so Travis, it's just Travis. Who's just being, he has an emotionally abusive, over controlling relationship. Mm-hmm. He's smoke. You see him photographed with huge bags of weed. Yeah. Joe's like having to ply him with like ounces and ounces and ounces of weed. And, but he's also fucking around with guns the same as, there's guns everywhere. Everywhere. People are pointing at each other and laughing for fun. Uh, The, Joe's campaign manager says that he's woken up with Travis pointing guns at him. Mm -hmm. And then something fucking awful goes down. And the way we see it, it's described that the campaign manager is sitting, probably talking about Joe's eventually doomed campaign. He's in the office. And they describe that Travis is in that room, but he's directly under the camera. So you see the camera mm-hmm. on the campaign manager. You can see he's talking to Travis, but you don't see Travis. Right. And then in this video, you see, he, he describes Travis playing around with his gun, pointing a gun at him. And he's like, Travis, what have I told you about that? 
Please don't shoot or po- please don't point guns at me. Travis is like the clip's not in, blah blah blah. And then you see the image of him talking to Travis and then his face changes as to shock. He's like frozen for seconds. Like the He's frozen. What Travis did, I don't know if it's on purpose or accidental, but Travis shot himself and killed himself. Yeah, like whether he was really meaning to kill himself or whether he thought he was being cute showing the guy that the gun wouldn't fire, we literally have no idea. The people who talked about him, no one really got into the why would he have killed himself conversation, but the one guy who's like the manager of the zoo that we keep talking to, he was just the one that talked about how nice he was and how he was like the coolest guy to be around, the best guy to be around. Obviously, though, he couldn't have been super happy. No, obviously. He wasn't allowed to leave. Yeah. Where would he go? They wouldn't let him get a job. He has a mother who lives somewhere else. I mean, she was like on the property though. At one point she was wearing all khaki and had a radio. It looked like she worked there. And we don't know much about her, but she seems to have her own issues as well. Yeah, and they show his funeral and it's horrible because Joe is just making a production of it and singing songs over his own track and Yeah. It was just bad. You know, she said, you know, even then he was acting. Yeah. She doesn't understand why her son ended up with Joe. And I don't know. I really feel for her. Yeah, she's dealing with some stuff, too, and may have been for a long time, but... Joe Ugh. sucked him in. He saw he was vulnerable and said, if I keep those vulnerabilities alive and become the supplier of those vulnerabilities, I could have control. Yeah. It's almost, it's basically like sexual slavery in another way. And on top of that, you've got all these amazing exotic animals. Mm-hmm. Like... It really, it really is amazing how effective it is. Well, we see him go on a first date after Travis dies. He goes on a date with this young man. Dylan. Young man. And they get in this car and it's like daylight. And I was all confused, but he took him to a parade for their date. Yeah. And in the car ride on the way there, he's like, where do you want to be in the parade? Do you want to be with the lions or the tigers? I can't remember what he said. Probably tigers. Yeah. And Dylan was like, oh yeah, I'll ride with the tigers. Yeah. I'll ride with him. It's and all then he's about kissing the... on him in front of everybody as soon as they get there. Like, right. it's just very weird. They were married within, like, two months after Travis died. Yeah. They got married. And they invited Travis's mother. That was fucked up. And she thought she was going to some big wedding. And it was, like, three other people, a cameraman. And Joe actually set it up to where, basically make it look like she approved of the scenario when she was just kind of caught off guard by And the then thing. he fucking dropped her. Mm-hmm. He's not talked to her since. He's a terrible person. He is. I mean, he's Ugh. very much narcissistic uh, to the extreme. And with the campaign shit, obviously he doesn't win the governorship of Oklahoma, but he gets 20%. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. I mean, people glommed on to him because he is not afraid to speak his mind and doesn't care if you don't like him. And hmm, who does that sound like? Yeah, uh, man, if... Gosh, why isn't is there, there just nobody who tells it like it is out in this world? It's like <laughs> uh, the worst. I don't tell it like it is. Okay, that was not appropriate. He was telling Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I didn't mean to like particularly do a. Uh, anyway, that was a bad voice. <laughs> why was so bad about it? Because it sounded like you're making fun of. 
Um, Lenny from Mice and Men. I mean, I guess, but it sounded like you were trying to do a mentally handicapped voice to make fun of stupid people, and those two things are both offensive. That's right. Thank you, Angela. I'll put You're it welcome. in. A, I'm not editing that, but I'll put it in an applause line right there. I mean, it's true. Um, but Joe's apparently spiraling out of control. His campaign manager kind of was emotionally tethered to him after the Travis incident. But it just, everything is ramping up. And we end the episode on the fact that Joe's going down. And Jeff is being interviewed and taking calls from federal agents. Talking about Joe. The director is talking to, I think, Carol. I think. I think so, too. Like, he may be called to say, like, something's happening. But something is about to be up, and we'll find out tomorrow. Can we real quick, real quick, this started with a party, a birthday party, for, were they, what kind of? Chimpanzees? Chimpanzees. Okay, yeah, they're old. Old birthday party for chimpanzees, that's all. I just wanted to say. Or a birthday party for old chimpanzees. Um, I don't like the exploitation of chimpanzees, but I like that they had a birthday party. I just, I'm not a private zoo guy, I'll tell you that. No, I'm not a private zoo guy either. Not good. Not a guy, not a private zoo guy. You're, are you a private zoo girl? No, also not a girl, but not a private zoo woman. Oh, and a, right, not a private <laughs> zoo woman. Let's put in another applause line. I'm Joe Exotic, and today this is not going out to any kind of a presidential candidate or any politician. The purpose of this video today is to let you know who I am. First thing is, I am not cutting my hair. I'm not changing the way I dress. I refuse to wear a suit. I am gay. I've had two boyfriends most of my life. I currently got legally married, thank God. It's finally legal in America. I've had some kinky sex. I have tried drugs through the younger years of my life. I am broke as shit. I have a judgment against me from some bitch down there in Florida. But I can tell you, I paid a fine with the USDA, and that is nothing but a civil fine, ladies and gentlemen. That does not mean that I was accused or convicted of any kind of animal cruelty thing. I built one of the biggest facilities and the nicest facilities for exotic animals in this country as far as a private individual goes. I'm Joe Exotic, and don't forget, 